Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today, man. Look, look, I'm, I'm going to just say this on record, man. I'm happy, man. I don't know who's happy, but I'm going to give myself one more round of applause, man. I'm happy today, man. Look, anytime we come on this thing, man, I get excited, man. Anytime I get to talk to you guys, guys, I get very excited. For those who really believe that I'm telling the truth right now, please run the likes up. Let's get more engagement. I want more people on the lives. But you guys got to help me help you, right? We're doing this together. We're in this together. So I need you guys to run the likes up, please, so we can keep bringing the audience and make the audience bigger. Today's topic, man, is good. We're talking about why are you so entitled? Why are you so entitled? The call-in number today, guys, we calling in today. We got the call-in number. For those who want to call in, call in. Right, the number is 516-253-1150. 256-253-1150. Today we're talking about why are you so entitled? Oh my God. So many people are so entitled. I don't care. We're talking about our children today. Today the gloves is off. We're talking raw, right? Why are you so entitled? You know, I'm looking at a lot of people nowadays, guys, right? And, and they're entitled. And it's funny because it goes all ways. You know, I always tell children, and I want to say this to, to kids first, right? It is our job to give our parents something to respect, right? Our parents love us just because they're, they, they're our parents and also to my children. I love my kids because they're my kids. But it's their job to give me something to respect. And a lot of people don't understand that. Like, you got to give someone something to respect. A person can love you but have absolutely zero respect for you. Let's acknowledge that and let's, and let's get this to the straight to the point. I've noticed that so many people are so entitled. And what I mean by entitled is they really just expect you just to give them things. They don't put in no work for no, eff no effort, no nothing, but they just expect the person that's sacrificed so much to just give it. And it's bad, right? And the sad part is the material, you more, in most cases, is material. I've never seen someone say, hey, you're giving me too much love, right? Which is free, but a person is more valuable than finances, but yet and still a person won't value that. We value all the wrong things, guys. Guys, give me, I want someone to call in right now, right? And talk about a moment where you felt like someone's just entitled to something either A, you've done, or just you, period. I want to hear some testimonies today because I want people to see that this is a regular thing. A lot of people go through this, right? They go through this. Why are you so entitled? Why? I'm going through this right now with a lot of people. And the one thing I've noticed in life is that people don't even value words. They don't value knowledge. They don't value experience because everything nowadays is opinion and feelings. There's a person that could be very knowledgeable. Let me say this again. There's a person that could be very knowledgeable, teach you something. But the problem is we value experience and our feelings more than anything else. Your experience is, is, is more valuable than a person's opinion. Because I'm going to tell you something, the best teachers are the ones that A, either went through something, or B, learned from something that someone went through. But we don't see it that way. The world is very, very, very entitled. Very entitled. Someone call in right now. I need a call in right now. 516-253-1150. I need a call in right now. Someone call in. Let me say that one more time slower. 516-253-1150. I need someone to call in and give me a testimony of a moment that they felt like their family or somebody was taking them for granted and feeling entitled, right? And this is where we live now. The world is very entitled. And I feel bad because anytime you speak against this entitlement, you become the enemy. Let me give you a quick story. And everybody that's on my live, tell me if I'm wrong for this. I'm fixing the gates at my house, right? And I want you to hear this. So I just bought a new house and I'm fixing the gate. And while I'm fixing the gate, one of my boys was at the house. And I said to him, you know what? I'm fixing the gate for He goes, what? I said, I want to buy a, a, a bull massive. I never liked dogs growing up. Why? Because I never had a relationship with dogs. Plus, I couldn't afford dogs. They were too expensive. So for me, 
I never ever had dogs. We barely was getting by ourselves. We didn't need another mouth to feed, right? So, long story short, my boy comes to the house, we're talking. So I said to him, you know, I want to get the bull massive. He goes, you want to get the bull massive? He said, yo, you know what we should do? I said, what? He said, we should get matching dogs. I said, bro, no disrespect, I don't think we should get matching dogs. He said, why is that? I said, because no disrespect, you live in your girl's family's basement. You live in your girl's family's basement, and you're talking about getting a dog. I don't think that's the move at that point, right? Listen to the narrative. The girl family lets you stay there, and you pay a little bit of money. Then you got the girlfriend pregnant, and they accepted the baby there. Now you want to bring a dog there. My brother, you sound so entitled to me. And I'm like, bro, you feel like that situation is yours because you over-impeding. That's the word. You overly doing it. The fact that they're accepting you, I'm like, bro, you should really be looking at it as an opportunity to set yourself up. He took it all the way wrong. Now, Max and my people are alive based on his story. Do I sound like I was being a good friend or do I sound like I was trying to hurt his feelings? Because based on his understanding of what I told him, he called me a hater. And I said, what is there to hate? I'm going to tell you something, guys. That word hater is so used out of context. It's used wrong. Everyone tends to give, if it's something that makes a person feel offensive or offended, they tend to always bring up that you're a hater. A person that's doing better than you in most cases won't hate on you. But if a person is telling you the truth, I think it's to help you. But you take it as a person is jealous of you. I just said we shouldn't get matching dogs because it just didn't make sense. He said, what do you mean? I said, bro, I think you should got, you got some more work to do and you should be setting yourself up using that money because let's just say a dog is four to $5,000 a year in expenses, right? That's a lot of money. So I said, why would you be wasting this money when you're not in a position to even have your own situation? But you're trying to bring a dog there. That's entitlement, guys. There are a lot of people that are very entitled. Very, very entitled. I want someone to jump on my live right now to give me a story. Jump on the phone lines right now. 516-253-1150. Everyone on my live right now saying facts. Good friend. Yes, speak. They're telling me that this is truth. And I agree with them 100%. But he took it as, as, as I was trying to play him or insult him. But I find the world to be like that every day. You know, I have even without dealing with children these days, it's hard. And we need to get into this conversation. Parents. A lot of the children feel entitled to what their parents accomplished, right? And the sad part about it is, you know, we worked hard to put you in a position to, to, to extend your stay for free. Listen to that. You have an extended stay for free. In most cases, when I was growing up, by 18 years old, people was helping their parents financially where I lived at. I'm seeing parents have children in their houses to their 30s, not paying bills. And the sad part is, they're still broke. It just don't make sense to me. That means you really believe that what your parents have accomplished or what they have is yours because the reality of all situations are, how do you even see that? Where does that feasibly make sense? Your parents allowing you at damn near 30 to live at their house for free, but you still feel like it's your situation. If that's not entitlement, I don't know what it is. You know, Look at how many young people take more vacations than the person that's keeping them in the house so they can live there for free. Let me say that again. Look at how many people are taking so many vacations, but yet and still they don't see that I should pay for a vacation for the person that's keeping me in this situation for free. Guys, if I'm a, I'm a grown-up living in my parents' house and I'm not paying any real bills, I think at this time, I'm going to be sending my mother on vacation ultimately to lower her stress levels. Because the way you got, it's kind of crazy when you see that a kid who was 16, who was 20, who was 25, who was now ultimately going into 30, and the parents is still working the same amount of hours even though you live in a situation and you grow now. I find that to be disheartening. That's a miserable life for that parent. Your mother's been working 80 hours her whole week, every week since you've been born and now she's continuously doing this and you're at an age where you should be able to help ladies and gentlemen living your best life is not wasting all your resources to ultimately act like you live in your best life 
Living your best life is putting your resources to work so you can ultimately really live your best life. So many people get caught up in the perception of social media that they don't see that they're living their fairy tale worst life. You're living your best fake life. It's not real. And it's sad because it's on someone else's accord. Entitlement. A lot of people are very entitled. Very, very, very entitled. A lot of times, if your mother said right now, you could be a whole 25-year-old guy. Your mother said you move, she's moving, you automatically assume that she got an extra bedroom for you and you didn't even contribute to it. Let me say that one more time. It's kind of sad that if your mother said right now, I'm moving, the funny thing you would do automatically is assume that she automatically is going to get you a room. I think a lot of the times people don't appreciate the people that work hard to preserve the situations they're in. Anytime you understand that you're not the breadwinner in a situation, you should be very, very, very happy and very, very uh, um, trying to help the person that's the breadwinner. Whether it's cleaning up around the house, doing things to alleviate their stress levels and to make it easier for them. But a lot of people don't see it that way. Even the generation we're in right now, a lot of the young people tend to look at things like, I'm supposed to have these things. You know the most disheartening thing I ever hear in my life is when I hear a young person say, it's only $5. Listen, you little buddy. It's only $5 that you don't have. So it's not only just $5. It's $5 that you don't have. And it's bad. This is the entitlement world we live in right now. Right? The world is very, 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 very entitled. Extremely. People don't put in work. And nothing happens. When, 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 when every time... You, you sit down and you have conversations with people that I know personally, and I'm going to talk about my personal life. There are people right now I'm not close with anymore because they just expect me to just give them things. They don't see the level of sacrifices I make every day. They don't see the, the hard work behind it. You know, most of the time they watch the end results. They don't see that I commit myself every single day to become a better person. I'm going to tell you something. Most people choose what's easy and they get mad at the fact that their life is hard. That's the real problem. You always choosing what's easy, then you're mad that your life is hard. But again, the person like me, I choose my hearts because of the fact that I want to get to the levels I want. Knowing that life is hard, but it gets easier the more you continually do it. That's how life is. But we keep looking for the wrong things. We're entitled. Some of us take even everything for granted. Look at, just look at it as a job interview, right? Most people will go to their job interview, this is how they talk. Yo, if I get this job, I promise I'll never be late. I'm going to always be on this job. I'm going to do what I got to do. One month later. I hate this job. Yo, I want to get out of here, smoking, going to work late. And I'm like, yo, bro, you was not acting like, yo, sis, you was not acting like that before you got the job. Keep that same energy. Even if you know this is a temporary situation, you should keep that same energy. That's how entitled the world is. Listen, you're not entitled to someone hiring you. You're entitled to the money that you worked for to get your check. This is true, right? And sometimes, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, like, people are really, really entitled. I don't know who's created this mentality. It's a sad narrative. Because tons of people believe that you're supposed to just give them things. Here you go. That's not how the person that became successful became successful. No one just gave them anything. They put in work. They made great sacrifices. They put themselves in better rooms. They navigated their way out of that same ocean that y'all might have started in. Right? Let me give y'all something. I need somebody to call in and tell me a story of entitlement. I need people to hear that I'm not the only one thinking this way. Someone that just talked about their daughter, I want you to call in right now. 516-253-1150. One more time. 516-253-1150. I want someone to call in right now and explain to me a moment they had to go through entitlement. You know, we're fighting entitlement. And I've noticed the higher the level I get, the more people feel like I owe them something. And the sad part is, they was never in the gym shooting with me. You got to fight with people just to get them to share a video. The same people that text that think you owe them something won't even share your videos. The same people that expect you to, 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 to give them certain things, they just expect you just to hand it to them. We got a caller right now, guys. Let's see what the caller's talking about. Caller. What's going on, caller? Caller. 
Call back because there's some reason it didn't go through. But listen, the same people that tell you, oh, you know, we started off the same. The, the phone number is 516-253-1150. Let me say that again. 516-253-1150. Caller, what's going on, caller? I'm trying to put it on speaker. Caller. Hello? Hey, what's going on, caller? Yes, yes. You real, real, real quiet. I don't know if you can hear me. I hear you I great. Hear you. I hear you really good. Okay, so I got a story of entitlement. Uh, again, I can hear you just faintly, but uh, so you know, I got four kids. I got you know three boys and a girl. Yes. Right, and we absolutely live in a, a world of entitlement. And I, I hate to say it, but you know, I feel like politically it's been pushed because of acceptance. You know what I mean? Agree. Everything goes. Everything has to be accepted. So you know. People's feelings can't get hurt. You I know agree. what I mean? So, you know, sports-wise, you know, everybody get a trophy. You heard that. But listen, personally, <laughs> I raised all my, my kids. They all gone. My daughter just left. And, you know, I had one of my sons. You know, we try to work hard and and, and, and pass that work ethic down to our Agreed. kids, especially our boys. But, you know, our, our girls, too, because just in case they get one of these knuckleheads, right? Agreed, agreed. So, uh you know, I, I had one of my sons say to me, oh, all we ever got growing up, all we ever got was Nikes. You know, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't able to get the, the $200 or $300 sneakers. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Mm -hmm. All you were able to do is get Nikes? Crazy. <laughs> you don't know nothing about the times where you don't even know what the word skips mean. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm. See, it, it's like they expect yes. the, the things that, you know, you worked hard because you worked hard because you wanted them to have some of the things that you didn't have. Agree. You know what I mean? And, you know, even even trying to coax them into the, the work ethic of the importance of why you should, you know, start from the bottom and, and work your way up. Agree. And, and, and so it, it's like, it's, it's so difficult. It's, now, some of it is, some of the kids, they will take it. Like my oldest, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he actually, um, uh, he ran the Empire State Building. That's what's up. Um, and first, first black, uh, young, youngest black uh, manager. Wow. That's, that's ran it. Then <laughs> I got my middle boy. He's a knucklehead. He wanted to do music, which is fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, got to understand what genre you're in and you got to be that much more of a hustler. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. And, and I even told him, listen, I told him straight up, you ain't a hustler. Mm. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm not a hustler? You took offense so to let it. Let me tell you something. When, when I was young, and I, I'm in upstate New York. Okay. I was young, I see the snow, guess what I saw? Shoveling. I see, right? I Opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there shoveling. I'm yes. walking around this and that and the third. You know what I mean? So, it's so many aspects and I grew up, everybody in my family is, is workers. But I think what has happened is the, the dichotomy of influences on the outside of our house. You know what I mean? I they agree. See they, their friends, uh, you know, getting things handed to them. Hey, that might work for that family. But that's Agreed. not how we work over here. Agree. You know, Agree. Agree. My middle boy, to this day, you know, he's struggling. And, and is tr trying, trying to get it in there. Heads, but again, yeah, entitlement, man. It's real. Man. I, I I can't wrap my head around it. I just can't. But can't. that that I want to say something to you as a, as a man to a man, right? I want to give you your flowers, man, for being there for your children for one. So let's let's acknowledge that, even though the entitlement is still there mentality wise. I want to commend you for as a father to a father, right? Because I feel like we don't do this enough. And I want to tell you, you know, as a, a brother, I want to say I commend you. Let me give you your flowers real quick, you know, because um. I truly believe that we need to show more examples of what a good man is for our children outside of just our daughters, but our sons also, right? Yes, yes. And I commend you for that, man. It's crazy, though, what's going on right now, man. And we're fighting yeah. it, right? We're fighting it. We're fighting it right now. But again, you know, he, he has to figure it out for himself, too, right? Right. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, and, you know, and, and I'll say this and I'll be done, but, you know, it, it takes folks like you. I've been following you. Uh, Instagram first and 
you know what I mean? Uh, it, it takes folks to be an example of yeah. what it should be. Yes. Stay strong with it and, and keep moving forward. And don't, you know, don't let the society that we live in, then thus, obviously we won't because <laughs> it's in us. It's in Agreed. almost. Agree. You know I mean? Agree. You know, so. Now you're right 100%, man. You know, you what you're saying is, is spot on. And, and it's sad because like we... Like you said, we're fighting against basically what society's saying is right and what our homes are saying is right. It's like it's a tug of war in a sense, man. We, we fighting. I'm fighting with my son, too. You know, he's a good kid, but he got his ways. And, and his society is telling him, your dad's crazy. Me, well, I think he's crazy, right? Well, caller, let me go. I got another caller, all right? All right, bro. I appreciate you so much. And keep supporting, bro. Yes, sir. I'm Graham, Graham Snipes. You can see me on, on Instagram. I bet. Yeah. Caller, what's going on, caller? Sexy chocolate. Caller, what's going on, caller? Hey, caller, what's going on, caller? Caller. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. What's going on, caller? Can you hear me? Yes. I can't really hear you. All right, so let me let me hear your story. Let me hear your story. What you got? What, what you talking about? Oh yeah, you did. I just seen that too. Because I'm gonna tell you something. I'm one of those mothers that I will bend over backwards for my children, no matter what. Wow. No matter what it takes. And my daughter, she's 22 years old, and she came home with a baby. Wow. She wasn't working. I had set my daughter up. She had a car. She had good credit. She had money in her pocket to be able to maintain and manage on her own. And I sat there, and she came home with a baby. Wow. She wasn't working. She wasn't doing anything. I took care of all her bills and my bills. Yeah. And she could not help me not one bit. She could. I told my daughter. I gave my daughter one bill to pay, and I asked my daughter if she can just pay one bill. Mm -hmm. And my daughter would go to work every day and not pay this bill. Mm -hmm. And now me and her got into it because I'm trying to explain to her, you know, I'm teaching you, you know, things about life. Because now you got this baby and somebody has to teach you. Entitlement. And my daughter yells at me. She curses me out doing text messages. And I just sit back and I say, you know what? I feel sorry for the baby. You know, if the baby wasn't in the picture, I can just really literally somewhat say, I'm going to just let her go. But because this baby is in the picture, I feel as though she has she has played on my feelings because she knows that I'm gonna do any and everything for this baby, and she has played on my yeah. It hurts me so bad to have to deal with a child who I have literally went broke, has messed up my credit, mm. have did everything as that I possibly could. Mm for this child to stand up in my face and disrespect me the way she does mm. and to hurt me the way she does and don't even help me. Don't even bring anything into my household. She bring her friends in my household. They come in here, they smoke in my house. Mm. And this is the things that I'm talking about. This is the things that I can't deal with. And I want to, she say, well, mommy, thank you. Thank you for all that you've done for me because if you wasn't there, I wouldn't have nobody because she didn't have the baby father there. She didn't have nobody in her corner. I was there doing her deliveries. I was there doing the doctor's appointments. I was there doing everything. And for her to turn her back on me the way she do and to talk to me in the manner that she do, these children, they have serious issues. I don't know what it is because it doesn't seem like I'm the only one that's going through this. And I don't know what to do. All I could do is just tell her and her to get her items and her baby items and to go. Go stay with your father. Try, just go be somebody else's problem. Because there's no way in the world. It's two working people in a household. And you can't even help me. And you see I'm falling behind. But I'm still trying to make it for you. You want to know something, though? I, I personally believe that me personally, I believe that, um, and this is me being a hundred percent honest. I genuinely believe that there's some kind of hurt there with her, because there's no way a normal person would disrespect a person that's done nothing but just been there for them. If a person is behaving like that, there's clearly something wrong. 
right? Maybe it's the drugs. Maybe it's, it's it could be anything, right? But the reality of all things is I don't want you to blame yourself, right? Because it's not you. When you know you've done all and the best that you could possibly do for somebody, I genuinely believe that you shouldn't blame yourself. Because sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a father. Just the fact, the way the world is, I'm so afraid for my child. I'm so afraid to have, because I don't, I'm the only child. I don't have no siblings. Both of my parents have passed away. I'm not close to my family. So all I have is my four children. And all, all my children treat me this way. And I'm not understanding why, but then they turn around when things hit the fan for them or they get in trouble, they come running to me because they know mommy's going to get us out of it no matter what it is. I don't have to do anything. Mommy's going to help us. And, and, and that's why they take it for granted. Why, the fact, why do you need to disrespect me? Why do you feel as though you don't need to help? You're 22 years old living in, in my house. Can, can I be honest with you? Because sometimes, I hate to say this, in, in a lot of cases, we tend to threaten them and say what we're going to do, but we never follow up with what we're saying. And ultimately, they start just listening to you like, oh, that's just my mother talking. I think there has to be some action behind what you're saying. Sometimes tough love is the best love. And the reason why tough love is the best love is because at the end of the day, they'll see that you're not playing. And sometimes you have to love people from a distance because this person is not going to, you're not going to be in my, under my roof disrespecting me for one, right? Let's just call it what it is. And the fact that she's comfortable to do that, it says that she's getting besides herself. So that maybe maybe now she needs some tough love. And maybe that is. Maybe I just have to let my children go and let them realize what the world is about and let the world teach them. Because I can't. it's like I can't do no more. I've, I've given all that I can give. And then they have totally drained me to a certain point that it, I feel as though as right now I have nobody because I've only chose my children. I chose nobody over them but my children, and my children have been in my life. And now they seem like they turn their back on me, and now I'm alone. But you, you know something? Like, you how something? Do you do that to a person? But mommy, mommy, I'm gonna be honest with you. You got us over here, so you're never alone, and you got God. So that's never gonna be the case. But the reality of all things is, I'm gonna be honest. You said you raise your children; they're adults, right? They're adults. Your children are adults. What's your what's your what's your youngest child right now? My youngest child is eighteen, and the thing is, even with her, I had to put her out because she totally disrespected me in my face in front of people. So I told her, "Since you want to be grown and you want to act grown, please go stay with your father because I'm not going to deal with the disrespect." But the twenty-two-year-old, I have put up with so much disrespect from her because of the baby. Because I don't want to see that baby hurt or harmed. Because there's so much out here that can do that. And I'm so afraid. But in her, in her mind, she knows that. And the fact that she knows that, that's why she takes advantage. Right? And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, mommy, you sound like you're not. You, 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 get in, you get in your early, I mean, your later days in life. And I'm going to be honest with you. You need to enjoy these later days in your life. You shouldn't be sitting here crying on the phone about some big old grown person who don't want to follow your rules under the roof that you're paying for. Right? You should be way past that stage. You're right. You're right. You know, I, I think it's time to put your foot down. Now, you got to put that foot down. You can't, you can't keep seeing the same results and doing the same thing, and the person is going to look at you like you're insane because they're going to be like, yo, she's not going to change. I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do because all she's going to complain, 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 but ultimately ain't nothing going to change. You need to put your foot down. I think you need to kick up out your, play, your house. And you're right. You have to. And, and t listen, you know you've done all you can do. You can't blame. Like, look, don't even look at it yourself. Look at it as I've done all I can do. It's, enough is enough. And that's it. I understand. I thank you. Now, thank you too, Mama. I love you. I appreciate you so much. All right. Bye-bye. You see, guys, sometimes, you know, as parents, you know, we, um, when our children, you know, that's a tough dilemma for her. You know, she has her daughter who has also a child. So she's trying her best to keep her child under her roof, but the, the child is not listening to her rules and she's disrespecting her. I think after a certain point where enough is enough, right? We got to put our foot down. And I think that's, that's too much. How you doing, Caller? What's going on, Caller? Oh, hi. I didn't know you guys were going to call back. Yes, we are. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I was just calling to say, I, I think I got to accept my fault 
in my flow. Uh-huh. I'm not saying entitlement is not there when it comes to my children. Yeah. But what I will say is my children mimic what I teach. Okay. So by me saying that, I have to own my own level of entitlement because growing up, not in a great suburban neighborhood, we all know, of course, course you're going to get it from the muscle you get it from the dirt that's what you're taught yes but within that process of being taught it's like once i get out of this i feel like i deserve to be out of this i feel like i i put in my work already so i don't need to live in the hood i don't need to go through that i don't need to work because i put my time in already okay that was a mentality that i had especially once i decided to have children as a young mother okay so I mean, having my kids, I thought it would adjust, but it never adjusted yeah. until I got older and mentally woken to say, my kids only mimicking what I'm doing. Yeah. And now that I'm trying to go back and change a lot of this process, I got to change it in me first in order to change it in them. And hold it, hold are your children? I have four boys, 17, 13, 12, and eight. Okay. So the one thing I do love about what you're saying is the accountability, right? And that's what most people as adults won't do. Even to, I understand a child, but adults don't even like to be accountable. And, uh, and you are, you're right. The apple don't fall too far from the tree, right? So basically you say in order for you to bear good fruit, you have to work on the tree. And I love what you're saying right now. I appreciate it. It's very hard to do because you got to do it on a daily basis. And I mean, now that I know this issue is happening and I know I'm a, probably one of the main calls because my husband is military. Okay. He's got to work for everything. He's not only military, he's island, and he has four boys. So his mentality and how he's raising his boys is, I'm not giving you nothing for free. you got to work for everything. He gives out allowances and applies taxes to allowances. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We have a 1099. I love it. Where they have to go through. And with us, they have to file their taxes with us because guess what? We've given you free money that you really ain't working for because washing the dishes does not really work inside of a home. Agreed. Well, you're going to have to pay back your taxes. So now we're trying to switch up the game a little bit, but also give them some sort of responsibility where when you do go out in the world, you understand nothing is going to be given to you. You got to pretty much get it from the mud every single way. Mama, I want you to know, um, what's your name? It's Jessica. You can follow me on TikTok. It's Face, the number two, Truth. Face the Truth? All right. I just want to say this before we get over here. I love that whole concept of paying taxes. I love the whole concept of the allowance and showing them that every dollar you get is going to be touched by Uncle Sam. So now you're playing Uncle Sam. I love it. I think it's amazing. I appreciate that. And I love definitely what you do. I have my own podcast, so I watch you a lot. Appreciate you. To get, you know, different ideas and my own little personal mentorship from you. <laughs> I pre listen, I appreciate that. You could, you, if you, if you want, if you have a one-on-one, -on -one, you could, you could DM me on Instagram. I always respond. Anybody understands me. I always, I answer my DMs on Instagram all the time. All the time. I will definitely do that. I appreciate you. I know it's more people out here that need you, but you made me happen to myself with that comment. And I appreciate it so much. I appreciate it so much. You have a blessed day. You have a blessed day, okay? Unapologetic. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. You know, guys, this is... We got another call, guys. You know, my guy Tyler's on the calls. He's like, it's going. the phone's going crazy. I'm loving it. So, you know, but we got to realize that this entitlement thing is real, man. You know, and uh, and we have to mirror it. Hey, what up? Hello, caller. Hey, hey, what's good? What's going on, caller? I'm, 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 I'm good. Hold, 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 hold on. Let me get my... What, what, what's good? What's going on? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Just enjoying the show. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel like... um. I feel like, honestly, I feel like this generation is, like, way too entitled. I agree with you 100%. 100%. Like, 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 like they think they're just, like, entitled to stuff like respect. Like, no, it's stuff, that's got, something that's got to be earned. I, I live, I, I, I live in a group home in a, and, um, I got a couple of staff, uh, one of them, um, that, that 
feel like they could just walk all over me and fuck me in any kind of way. And every time I try to talk to them, I'm like wrong. Like, and then it's just like I, I express myself to them and I can't even like, like it's like one of those things where you try to express it to somebody and you can't even think they're being disrespectful just because they're being real with them. That that's the, I don't know why that what what happened in the world like that. It's definitely like that now. It's like it's it's crazy. And, and one thing I, I will say is sometimes people are a reflection of how they feel. They treat people the way how they really feel about themselves. So just be mindful. Like the reason why that person could be so negative is because they hate themselves or they're not happy with themselves. So they don't like to see other people happy, right? So sometimes you gotta just like, like with me, yeah. I'm I'm one of those types of people that like I I I tell it like it is even if people don't like even if people don't want to hear it. And the thing about me is I don't bite my tongue. If I mean if I say something, I, if I mean something, I say it. If I say it, I mean it. Like if people don't like it, that's that's on them. You know what it is though. Like with certain people, just eliminate your access, right? Meaning, don't allow people to have access with you that don't respect you. Right, and if a person can't respect you, then it's time for them to have less access to you. That's the best way to navigate life, right? Sometimes we we don't really see that we need to learn how to navigate around certain people, right? Opposed to going through them. Every day, like I live in a group home, and there's a couple of the staff here that kind of treat me like I'm just like below them. Like that's sad. You know, just because you're going through a group home situation, the person shouldn't feel like you're beneath them or you're lower than them, right? Because you are still a child of God and we all human and we all have to love each other no matter what, brother. And I, and I hate to even hear you say that because that's disgusting, right? Because sometimes in life, we don't, we don't, we don't dictate our uh, circumstances, but we have to navigate our circumstances. Or they're just like, oh, you're here, oh, you're here for a reason, you're here for a reason. Like, rub that on my face, why don't you? <laughs> but you want to know something, though, again, their lives might not be that great. You're looking at it like the fact that you're in a group home, but you may love yourself more than they actually love themselves. You look at it as, exactly. yeah, and that's the problem, right? So sometimes we see we see our circumstances, but a person don't always have to be a reflection of what you see. You know that the shell is there, but the mentality may not be there, right? Yeah, yeah. And I want you to know, brother, your brother, I'm here, you my brother, I love you. And I'm going to be honest with you, don't ever allow somebody to belittle you just because of your circumstances. Because I'm going to tell you something, a diamond, I mean, a diamond has to go through a crazy process before it becomes a diamond and also a rose can grow through concrete. And you definitely could be that rose that can grow through concrete. Well, my mom is actually working on getting me out of here. She's working on um, moving me down to Michigan with my brother because my, brother, my brother's going to take over guardianship because my mom's too old, so my brother's going to take it over. So they're just working now on getting the Medicaid down there so I can actually move down there and move to another group from down there and hopefully think like I'm actually excited about the move I think it'll actually be good for me I, I think more doors will open actually maybe even quicker than what I'm getting now I mean I honestly I, I honestly embrace change I think it's a good thing that's beautiful your, your, your outlook on life being your circumstance says a lot about you you're such a strong person man let me ask you a quick question how old are you 43 do me a favor, DM me on Instagram, right? DM me on Instagram, and um, I want to stay in contact with you, right? I want to stay in contact with you. I want to make sure you, you know everything works out for you. Yeah, yeah, no, I already follow you on Instagram. But, um, so shoot me a DM right now, and I'll definitely respond to you. What's your name? Dominic. Dom, what's going on? I do know who you are. Dominic, what's going on? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I commented on a bunch of your stuff. Like, I, no, I know. I know. I've seen that name a lot. I appreciate you, man. You always, like... You, you keep it real. You don't trigger for anything. You're just like, like, I, 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 I think I respect stuff like that because, like, I'm from, like, the generation where you had to keep it real, the 90s. So, like, you know, now it's like everybody gets so offended by everything. You can't say nothing anymore. But now it's like, you know, you, you know, like, you, like, you, you had to keep it real back then. It was, that's a, one of the things that got you respected. Now it's just like everybody gets offended by everything and you can't say nothing no more. I respect that. You're 100% right, Dom. You know, but I've definitely seen your name multiples of times, and I appreciate the fact that you keep sharing my content and showing love, Dom. You're a real one, bro, and I, and I definitely yeah, appreciate you. I want to send you some merch, too, matter of fact. I'm going um, to write you on Instagram. I'm going to send you some merch, all right? Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, guys, man, don't let no, don't let no one belittle you based on your circumstances. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, Dom, he's a guy that show, uh, shows a lot of love to my content, man, and um, I've gotten to see his name so many times, so... 
Once he said his name, I already knew who he was, who he is because I've seen him share so many different things. And my guys always tell me, you know, Dominic is always showing love. You know, it's sad that um, you know, that his circumstance is his circumstance, and the person is trying to belittle him because of his circumstance, you know. And I'm gonna tell you something: God give it, God take away if. And the person that's in, that could be above you today, but could be under you tomorrow, right? And I mean, it could be both ways, alive and dead. So let's keep that in mind, guys, and, and not take advantage of someone based on their circumstances. For those who want to call in, guys, we're talking about entitlement. 516-253-1150. One more time, 516-253-1150. It's sad because a lot of people, you know, we we don't see that. You know, we 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 really don't understand this thing, entitlement. It's so real. And so many people won't see it. I'm going to give you something funny. A guy said to me the other day, it's funny because people that I want to help, he said, what is one of the hardest things about doing what you do? And I said, if I tell you, you may not understand me. He said, no, nah, no, nah, explain it to me. I said, the hardest thing about trying to help people is the people that are in my, my personal life that's like family and friends and people that I really care about and I grew up with, they don't see it as helping them. And I'm like, you know, in order to fix oneself, right, we have to learn how to heal. There's a process to healing. And I think a lot of people haven't embraced healing. They tend to think that life is just going to fix automatically. There are tons of people who are walking around every single day with so much distress, anger, and, and resentment in their lives. And the sad part is the only person that can make you comfortably accept that is yourself. If anything in life didn't happen for you, for whatever reason it didn't happen, it wasn't meant to happen. It took me a very long time to accept the fact that I didn't make it to professional basketball or sports, right? It took me a very long to accept that, long time to accept that. Just how after a relationship, people go hope, right, in another one. Soon as, no, soon as one person gets in a relationship, they go jump into another relationship. They do that all the time. But the problem is, you know, we sit back and we evaluate life. And we talk about life. And life is very, 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 very fickle. You have to keep in mind that what can be up today can be down tomorrow. And, and, and that's the reality. If you would have asked me years ago, Q, would you be in this position? You thought you'd be in this position today? One thing I knew is I was a firm believer in God, but I didn't know I'd be sitting on a platform talking to multiples of people and, 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 and not even strangers, but people I love. See, I'm a God-fearing person. Anybody knows me knows that I'm a God-fearing person. When I call somebody and I tell somebody I love them, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I do love you, right? Because... I'm going to tell you something. Love is wanting the best for somebody. Love is respect. Love is integrity. Love is, you know, the Bible tells us what love is. So I can honestly look at everybody in the world and say, I love them. Why, is, why wouldn't you love somebody? Because we didn't eat together? Because you didn't buy me some clothes? Because you didn't spend no money on me? I'm going to tell you something. That word love is, a, is you can lose love. But I think everyone should start off in life with love. Everyone. Respect and love is two things that should start off. And it's on you to diminish how much I respect you, how much I love you. It's just the truth. I could never look at myself and not like somebody just because of the fact that uh, um, they're not me or they don't look like the way I want them to look. Or they don't speak the way I want them to speak. I think that's sick. You know, sometimes I have people who will DM me like foolish things like the color thing. I've learned to alleviate that color mentality. I don't let that go over your head podcast. We are colorless. And the reason why we're colorless is because white people have the same problems that a lot of black people have. A lot of white people don't get acknowledged because so many black people tend to believe that it's only black people going through these things. We can say the projects. In the same breath, I could say trailer parks. There are a lot of people in America that are undereducated, whether white, black, Hispanic, and all around the board. Right? This is the truth. But we tend to not realize the realities of the world because most people are confined to their little five-block radius. Open your minds, people. And understand, this entitlement thing is so real. You know, we have people who tell me what I'm supposed to do with my money and you're supposed to do that. That sounds crazy to me. Why is the world so entitled? Why? I'm just curious. Why is the world so entitled? Why do everybody feel like you owe them something? Right? One thing I do owe, I owe everyone respect. Because I'm going to tell you something. Respect, you're supposed to start off every relationship with respect. The way I start off my relationships with everybody is how I want to be treated. I set the ball high. And the reason why I set the ball high is because I expect it in return. I respect it in return. Because I'm going to set the tone of how we, you know, I'm going to walk up to you, shake your hand firmly. How you doing, my sister? I'm going to give you a kiss on your cheek. How you doing, my brother? And give you a firm handshake. 
I'm going to set the tone high. I'm not going to let me not knowing you determine how I feel about you. Sometimes it's insecurities that make you treat other people wrong, right? Because maybe they got too much confidence. So that person's confidence makes you feel uncomfortable, which is sick. I don't knock no one's confidence. I think everyone should feel the way they should feel and love themselves the way they should love themselves. I don't knock those things. Someone call in right now, 516-253-1150. Let me say that one more time. 516-253-1150. We need another call. I'm loving these callers, man. This call's today. The phone was going crazy. You know, my guy Tyler's been on the phone calls, you know, killing it. You know, it's, it's just amazing how entitled the world is. You know, we have to have these discussions. It's like, when did it transition to this, though? Like, when? Right? We have conversations with people who feels like they know your financial status. I'm going to tell y'all something, guys. Oh, my God, I got to say this. Right? Life is like a race. Right? Let's say there's 100 laps. You cannot expect a person to, to stop running their race to give you laps when they haven't even finished or completed their race. It is a 100-lap race. They just started winning, and you already want them to stop and help you. No, they have to run their race entirely and then ultimately pull back and help people. It is impossible to help someone when you're in a bad situation. The problem is too many people are constantly giving prematurely. You cannot do things prematurely. You have to finish things all the way through and ultimately help people. In order for you to be your best self, you have to become your best self. In order for you to help others, you have to help yourself first. And that's the truth. But let me guess. We feel entitled. It seems like our own family will despise us because of the fact that we want to work harder to do more. This is the world we live in. How uncomfortable or how sick do you have to be to be mad at the fact that someone who's worked hard, who's never asked you in for anything, but still feel like you're supposed to be given what they've gotten or what they've earned? So let's share that degree. All my people on live right now, your degree is my degree. We sharing your degree. That sounds crazy. That's the same thing as acting like someone's supposed to give you their money. You worked hard for that degree. You deserve to own that degree. You, you deserve to stand with more confidence, right? You, should, you deserve that. Right? We shouldn't let someone belittle you. The problem is in life, we have to dim our light when we're around certain family members. I've, learn, I've learned that. You get around certain family members, you can't even behave the way you want to behave because you're scared of the, the fact that they're going to feel entitled to what you got. I don't even bring the certain people to my family to my house. Ask me why. Because I know some of them are going to expect me to just give them things. Not seeing that I worked hard for this. No one gave me anything. Let me guess. It be your own family. It be your own mothers. They're so right. Like, earlier I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. And this is a little personal. You know, as we were talking, she said basically how hard she worked. And her mothers keep asking her for more and for more. It's to the point where it's financially and emotionally draining. And the sad part is, you can genuinely see that she's, she's giving everything that she could possibly give. But let me ask y'all a question on my live, guys. When is enough enough? When? If I'm hurting myself to help you, how do I help myself? If I'm losing in order to make you win, what about me winning? This is my curiosity. Right? And that's the conversation we need to have. I feel so bad for this girl emotionally throughout the conversation. You can clearly see it's hurting her. And in, in my mind, you know, I, I pray a lot. And, and I'm saying this on my live, guys, and I want y'all all to put up your praying hand emojis if you agree with me. I want y'all to pray for this mother and find it that that mother finds peace within her heart. And stop putting all her burdens on her child because she's killing her child emotionally. She's killing her child mentally. Her child is about to take one of the biggest uh, tests that she's ever taken in her life. But yet and still, she doesn't see that her daughter needs to be focused, right? 
Sometimes in life, when you look at social media and you see things in life, you look at things as people are so happy. You look at people are so winning, but you don't know what goes on behind the scenes in that person's house. You don't know what goes on in that person's mind, right? This person's about to take a very big test next month, but yet and still, they're still not happy. It's supposed to be one of the greatest moments of her life that she's gotten to this level. And my sister, if you on my live and you know who, I, who I'm talking about, I want you to know I love you and I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray for your mother. For everybody on my live, I want to thank you for putting up them prayer hand emojis. Pray for her mother. Pray her mother finds it in her heart. And I'm going to tell some people on this live, they're going to hate me for this. Ladies and gentlemen, stop living through your children. Right? Let me say that again. Stop living through your children. You might have made poor decisions, but you cannot force your child to live the life that you want. That's unfair. Right? You can always want your child to do better in life. But you cannot want your child to be what you should have been. That's wrong. If you thought you should have been a doctor, then you should go still be a doctor. I don't care that you're 40 years old. That's an excuse. To push your children to do things that you're not willing to push yourself to do is wrong. I'm not saying because you don't have a degree, your child has to have it. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if you are trying to lead by example, then you are a great parent. But to push your child to do things that you never even push yourself to do is so wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. And ladies and gentlemen, let's stop living through our children. And understand, let your child find that happiness. We're not accepting mediocrity. I get it. We're not accepting laziness. I get it. But you cannot look at your child every day and be mad at the fact that you're seeing yourself when that's what you taught them. That lazy little girl that's in that room is you. That little bum son is you. And you're mad at the child because you're seeing too much of yourself. I tend to believe that a lot of people that have problems with their children is because they see things that they taught them. Yes, you may have outgrown it, but that kid already saw that. And it's going to take him some time to get over it, just like it took you time. And I'm going to call it what it is. You know, we got to stop really looking at life for, for what it's not and start looking at it for what it is. Entitlement is real. There are tons of people in this world who walk around earth very entitled. Very, very entitled. And it's sad. Because I had to learn to, to love myself before I can learn to love somebody else. And I'm going to say this again. I had to learn to love me before I can love somebody right. You can love someone completely wrong. And that was my way of loving. I love wrong because I didn't even know what love is. Because I didn't even love myself. People ask me every day, why are you so happy? I said, because I love me. I finally accepted who I am. Somebody on this live today need to learn how to fall in love with themselves. Somebody in this world need to, to figure out who they want to become. Someone wrote me, how do you find your purpose? Do what you love. And you found your purpose. Someone just asked me on live, how do you find your purpose? Do what you love. And you found your purpose. When you have a job, that is for your stability. But there are more hours in life than just your job. When you do what you love, let me say this again. When you have a job, that is, when you have a job, that is for your stability. But when you do what you love, that is for your happiness and your sanity. When we do a job, we do it to maintain our stability. We need stability. Let's get that straight. But when you find something you love, then you definitely found your purpose. A lot of people are not finding their purpose because they're too busy living for others. Some people put more of their life around their job than anything else. There are some people in life you can't even have a conversation with if it's not talking about their job. If you're not talking about their job, they have nothing else to talk about. There are some people that are police officers that they cannot turn off being a police officer. There are some people that are, are hairstylists. They can't turn off being a hairstylist. When you go around them, you feel a hairstylist. When you go around them, you feel a police officer. When you go around them, you, find, you feel everything they do for a living. Guys, I'm going to tell you this for, on record. Don't become your job. Allow your job just to be what it is, a stabilizing situation. It keeps you stable. Let's get this entitlement out of our mind. Your job don't owe you nothing but the hours you worked. That's all they owe you. Let's call it what it is. And your job is what you do with the money after they pay you is what really matters. And let me say this again. The reality of all things is, and I want you to hear this really good, your job don't owe you nothing but the hours you worked. But what you do with the money after you get your paycheck 
is what changes your life. Your nine to five is your stability, right? But your five and beyond is your future. But so many of us get so caught up in our nine to five, we can't see what we're doing. Our nine to five is our stability. But your five and beyond is your future. And what you do with the money is what matters more than anything. Too many of us get caught up in our, in our situations not seeing that we are choosing and making poor choices. Let's get this entitlement out of our mind. The world and life don't owe you nothing, right? You went into the store, the item that you purchased was a dollar, and you still stand, you gave a dollar, and you still standing there waiting for change. Let me say that again. You went into the store, you picked up an item that's worth a dollar. You gave a dollar, and you're still expecting change. And I'm going to say this again. The reason why you shouldn't be expecting change is because the world is going to give you what you put in. And that's the reality. You ain't putting nothing in, but you expecting change. Man, that's a broke mentality. That's a broke mentality. We sit here every day expecting change, and life is only going to give you the change that you put in. If that item is a dollar and you gave $5, it sounds like you're getting back $4. Some people are overpaying or underpaying for themselves. Know your self-value. Allow yourself to understand you are only entitled to what you do and what you put in. You're not going to get no more than what you do. And that's the reality. Let's get rid of this entitlement. You got to put in that work. You got to put in that pain. You got to put in that sweat. You got to realize that in life, sometimes things are going to be coming for free, but it's something called sweat equity. Let me say that one more time. In life, you may not be early compensated, but I'm going to tell you something. There's two types of people in life. There are ones who think about tomorrow, and there are ones who think about today. But the ones who think about tomorrow tend to be the more richer than the ones who think about today. And I'm going to tell you why. Notice. When a person understands that there is no such thing as instant gratification, they tend to think better than people. It, let me say that one more time. I mean, let me get you, let me get you, let me get you. I'm going to tell you something. Here's the problem with life. There are two types of people. One is the person that believes in instant gratification, and two is the person that believes in de delayed gratification. The person that believes in delayed gratification tends to be more successful than the person that believes in instant gratification. The person that believes in instant gratification spends their life chasing behind something, something that don't exist. Let me explain to you about delayed gratification. Delayed gratification is the one who takes the seed, who plants the seed, who nurtures the seed, and ultimately eat from the fruits or the vegetables they've created. That's delayed gratification. But there are so many people who take that seed, pour water on it, and expect to eat from it tomorrow. And ultimately never happening. Because there is no such thing as instant gratification. And let me say that again. The people that understand that delayed gratification comes with more value than anything else. Because I'm going to tell you something. A fruit tastes better after it's ripe. And that's the truth. And why it has to ripe is because it has to go through its whole process. But keep thinking that it's going to taste better when it's not. And that's the truth. We got to get rid of this entitlement. Tons of people feel so entitled, so entitled, so entitled. I got a question for you, love. Why is the world so entitled? Why? It don't make sense to me. We're so entitled. I want that on my real suit, Dre, just so you know. Why is the world so entitled? I'm asking this question, and I'm going to put a big question mark behind it. Why is the world so entitled? Why? Again, you're only entitled to what you put in. There's a lot of guys that, that want certain things, right? I'm going to give you a quick story. There's a guy. He's a videographer. Good friend of mine. I put him on with a big, big, big influencer. He didn't want to work on the guy's podcast. The guy's podcast took off. He was, the guy said, yo, let him work for me for free. And, and I'm telling you, once I pop, I'm going to take care of him. The guy didn't see the bigger picture. Now, guess what? That guy is the bigger picture. And that guy couldn't see the, 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 the whole uh, uh, process that this guy was going through. Let me say that one more time. There was a guy. I put him on with a guy and told him to work for the guy giving sweat equity. Sweat equity meaning work hard for the idea and build it up. See, the problem is we want something to just write from day one. We just want to just uh, celebrate success without even putting any work. It's an 82-game season. We are game one, and you're already celebrating. That's the problem. 
So the guy said to the guy, I said, do me a favor. I'm going to put you on with this big influencer. The big influencer goes, yo, I said, this could be your photographer, videographer. The guy says, all right, bet. After I put the guy on with the guy, the guy never showed up. Never showed up. Fast forward two years later, that guy podcast is humongous. Humongous. And now guess what it is? Photographers are chasing behind him. When he used to ask them to do things for him for free, ultimately making money later and giving it to them. That's the late gratification. But the fact of the matter is he couldn't see the bigger picture. But I'm going to tell you something. There was a guy who saw the bigger picture, and he's making six figures a year just shooting his podcast. Delayed gratification. But sometimes in life, you want to speed up the process. We got to learn there's no such thing as entitlement. You're only entitled to what you do and what you put in. The more you keep believing that there's something waiting for you along the horizons that you've never created, you're being foolish. You're going to get what you put in life. And life is going to give you what it is. They say when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And a lot of y'all ain't even making lemonade. Right? If life give you oranges, make orange juice. Let's call it what it is. Let's stop feeling like we're entitled. Let's stop feeling like the world owes us something. Let's feel like, let's stop feeling like we're the special one that life's supposed to just do things for. That's an entitled mind. That's not just our children. That's us as adults too. We feel very entitled. The other day I had a conversation with one guy. This guy said to me, I'm not gonna front when my mother die, the house gonna be mine. You know how sick. That sounds. Let me say that one more time. See, the whole process of, of, of dealing with people in life, you hear some of the most craziest things. And in your mind, where does that make sense? So you're telling me, in order for you to inherit or to own a home, you have to wait for your mother to die. Wow. Wow. I would hate to be his father. I would hate to be that boy's father. You really believe that it makes sense. That's how entitled the world is. I'm going to give you one more story. There was a guy who wanted to be a rapper out of Chicago. Y'all can look up the story see if I'm lying. He killed his mother, right, for the insurance money because he wanted to be a rapper. So he used the money from the insurance policy to fund his rap career. And ultimately, they found out that he killed his mother. What I'm getting at, guys, is this world is sick. We have to be conscious of the world we're in. And understand that everything that goes on in society is not right just because the world says it's right. That's sad. And it's a sick mentality. To that mother and that family, I want to say rest in peace. To that mom and your families in my prayers, that's disgusting. But this is the world we live in today, guys. We have to be conscious. So I'm going to tell you something in life. Just because everybody doing it don't mean you should be doing it. Let me say this one more time. One more time, guys. Just because everybody is doing something don't mean you should do it. And the fact of the matter is the person that says that clearly says that they're a follower. A follower never gets far in life. In life, in order to be great, you have to lead. And sometimes the most prominent people are the ones who are, who are tough enough to say no. Some of the most prominent people are the ones who are able to walk away when they know they should. Some of the most prominent people, sometimes you get something in the back of your mind. It's called that third eye, right? That third eye see things that you may not see. That's called the mind. That mind may see something happening before you see it, but you ignore it and ultimately look at the things that happen to you. You got to be able to walk away. You got to be able to say that it's time. There are people in life that, guys, we have outgrown, and it's time for us to walk away. They're not entitled to you no more. And I'm going to say this to everybody in my life before I get out of here. The people that you give access to you, they should not take that for granted. If a person is taken for granted that they have access to you, it's time to remove yourself. A person is not entitled to you. A child that you've created is entitled to you. But anytime an adult or anybody else is what you allow them to have access to. Stop allowing people to have access to you that don't take you, that don't take you uh, with respect and have the honor and integrity for you. Walk away. It's time to walk away. For those who love me, keep following me on social media. The book is out right now. My book is out. It's called The Art of Reprogramming the Mindset. We on every major platform, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, right? We everywhere. Let me show this right one more time. Somebody flash it. If you want the book, flash it, flash it, flash it, flash it, flash it, flash it, right? We showing all of everybody. 
The book is out, The Art of Reprogramming the Mindset. And I'm going to say this. In order for me to change my results, I had to change my mind. In order for me to change my mind, I had to change my results. And my results change because I changed my mind. If a person won't change their mind, they'll never change their results. And I'm going to say this one more time. In order to fix you, you got to accept and understand that there's something wrong with you. Stop feeling entitled. If someone's on this live today who feels entitled to something, stop thinking like that because the world ain't going to give you nothing and the world won't feel sorry for you unless there's, uh, you have a mental illness or something is wrong. But if nothing is there, you don't be, the world's not going to feel sorry for you. Let's work on yourselves. Until next time, guys, do me a favor. Don't let that go over your head.